This, this is the Australian Mobile DJ Podcast. In this series, we'll talk to them, get to know them and learn from them. And here's your host, DJ Bevo. Time to pack your suitcases and head to the sunny Gold Coast. We're catching up with Jay Buckley from a business called Explosive Entertainment, multi-Arbia award-winning business, and he joins me right now. Hello, Jay. How's things on the Goldie at the moment? Uh, good afternoon, Lee. Everything's doing fantastic thing here. Thank you. How about yourself? Yeah, going okay. Just recording lots of podcasts to keep busy, seeing there's not a great deal of DJ work around, but, you know, that's what you do in uh, times like this. How are you going uh, with the whole COVID lockdown thing? Not too bad considering okay to be perfectly honest um i'd like to give you some bad news but i can't oh can't you you're still getting the bookings and everything's hunky-dory yeah look everything is still is still down in numbers but you've just got to diversify and go down different roads and find different things to do and keep your head above water and just do what you need to do let's talk about that diversity what are you um finding you need to do to get those uh, bookings or, you know, please the customers when there's a dancing, a no dancing rule? Uh, Gone down the road of live streaming. So obviously borders are closed. A lot of people can't be there. People can't dance, but we've gone down a different road uh, to just make up for that. So it, it just keeps the bookings coming. Yeah, great idea. Live streaming—that's uh, that's quite a, a new thing. Do you? What do you need to do to do that? Do you need um, multiple cameras, or you just got a single camera and mics hooked up to um, the bride and groom? It's just a single camera. Um, uh, to to keep it simple, it's just just a single single camera with a box on the top that's connected to the Wi-Fi. Obviously, it's a little bit more involved than that, but uh, it, it streams to a URL and then the couples can, the couple's family can watch the ceremony, they can watch the reception, they don't need to be there. Explosive Entertainment, it's um, it's been a pretty good business for yourself and uh, your staff members. You've won a few Arby's over the years. Do you want to tell us how um, it all came about and, and its origins? Okay, geez, we are going back. Ooh, I'm going to have to tell my age here. No, <laughs> You're a man that doesn't uh, seem to age, Jay. <laughs> uh, short version. Uh, started DJ when I was 13 years old, DJ my own 30th birthday party uh, through a jukebox, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, and then used to get just I was just into music. I was in a band, and, uh, uh, you know, I, I love playing drums and, and being around music. And then I saw a DJ at a at a party when I was I was drumming at a, when I was sixteen, I think I was, and and I saw a DJ set up. I thought this is really cool. And I said to him, "Mate, is this is this what you bring? Is this what you do?" And I saw two speakers and a couple of record players. And he said, "Yeah, this is it." And I'm thinking, "Why am I?" slugging around a 12-piece drum kit in a, in a trailer in the back of my mum's car uh, when I can just take this, and that's where it went. And that's when I started. That's when I swapped over. Yeah, nice. So where about, was that on the Goldie, or was it in another place around Australia? Yeah, Brisbane. Uh, Brisbane. Yeah, Brisbane. Yeah, at that time, yeah, it was Brisbane. But, um, yeah, I've been on the coast since I was... 18 years old and um, worked in the clubs from the day that I was 18 and never looked back. So you, you would have started uh, as a solo operator and now you've built up uh, to what people in the industry refer as a multi-op. Um, how was that transition for you? 
from from being a single operator to a multi. Yeah. Oh, popularity. The demand was there, and you and you needed to um yeah take more bookings. I sounds. Yeah, yeah. It just became. Some people are, are DJs. Some people are business. And I think I tick both those boxes. And um, some people just want to DJ, and that's completely fine. But then some people would like to run business and 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 multiply, and that's what I decided to do. Just a passion that I had, so I just kept it going. And it grew and grew. And uh, how many Arbias later you, you're still in business, Explosive Entertainment? Ah, uh, yeah, um, I've I've lost count. <laughs> I don't know how many I've got. Mean, is there? <laughs> no, there's not that many. There's only there's only uh, uh, about eight or nine, I think. Oh, is that all? So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bragging rights. Something Excuse like me, that. Jay Buckley. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are companies that have won quite a lot more than that, yeah. and um, I take my hat off to them. Uh, but being in this industry for for such a long time, I think I joined. Uh, the ABIA in 2012, I think it was. Okay. So uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess in, in in eight years, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good um, pretty good effort. Yeah, and and what do you think is the attribute that uh, you need to achieve such success? Oh, that's a uh, passion. Yeah. Dedication. Don't give up. And uh, if a door closes, kick it open. (laughs) Sounds like the FBI. (laughs) FBI, freeze! Explosive entertainment, freeze! We want your booking now! (laughs) Yeah, something like that. (laughs) No, it is. is, You've just got to... uh, uh, Not so much... Don't take no for an answer, but just keep keep that persistence going and make sure that um, if that's what you want, then you just keep on going. With a business based on the Gold Coast, what uh, events do people seem to book more than anything else? What's what's the um, the market down there like? Oh, look, weddings are always going to be the uh, the uh, top of the cake, so to speak. But uh, the corporate world is a little bit different down here. They're a little bit they're a little bit more funky. They're a bit, you know, we we may have a sax player come along or. Uh, you know, uh, a guitarist or, or something like that, just to play along with the funky tunes out by the beach, uh, by the poolside, in Surface Paradise or, or a rooftop bar or, or whatever it may be. So that's probably the difference down on the Gold Coast rather than in Brisbane where it's inside a function room or a convention centre or um, uh, something like that. And do you get a lot of schoolies gigs with the, the DJ business? Uh I don't personally know. I stay away from the schoolies yeah. because we have had we haven't had a, a few that have gone a little bit sideways. Yeah. Um, and and that's just what we decided not to do. However, uh, the ones that we have done in the past have been a lot of fun, um, and they are there are a lot of schoolies parties around, and and um, they are a lot of fun to do. So you're a DJ. You play for the crowds. What's your own personal taste when it comes to music selection? What do you like listening to in your spare time? Well, I've shifted. To, uh, I've shifted over the years, as you do, as you when you grow up. I, I, you know, when I was younger, I used to listen to 
heavy metal, believe it or not. I was I was into the 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 old school Metallica and Ozzy Osbourne and things like that. And then and then you grow up and you and you change and you go from dance to R and B to top forty and everything. And uh, but through my whole career, I've always been interested and liked country music. So hey, if there was a gig that came up, nobody wanted to do it. No, my boys, oh, this country music, can you, can you get somebody else to do it? So I didn't mind. I was the one that did it. And country music has grown and grown and grown. So, and it's, it's been in the, it's been in my heart since I was 16 years old uh, when, we, when we lived out in the bush and used to hang out with all of the people riding horses and, and chase the cattle around and just sit in the paddocks and uh, you just, just talk smack with my mates. And um, so the country music was there from the start and it's just developed and now that's what what's taken over for me country music which is um which is a which is a great genre which a lot of people don't fully understand but once they start listening to it they're like wow that's country music yeah that's country music oh this is really cool where, where did you grow up if um you're talking about you know being around horses and paddocks and amongst your mates and that it wasn't brisbane or gold coast was it yeah, it was actually Brisbane. It was in the Redlands. Uh, that was, I mean, that that was when you could actually go two streets over on your push bike with your mates, and, and you could you could you'd end up you'd be in the bush, um, and there'd be horse paddocks. Um, I knew a couple of girls. Obviously, when I was this is when I was, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old. Yeah, um, used to jump on the back of the horses in the in our in our suburban streets, and then just go for a ride through the bush. Um, there was a, uh, a bloke down the road who had a strawberry farm, who had a, a kangaroo that just would be there all of the time. So it ended up being kind of our pet kangaroo. We'd just go down and pat every day, and um, he just he just liked the company. So even though it was in suburbia, it was still a country field. But then from there, my parents moved to Jimboomba. One North McLean, which is just near Jimboomba, and that was on acreage, and that's when the country really started to kick in. Yeah, nice spot down there. Lots of uh, big acreage blocks and um, beautiful part of the world, that's for sure. Um, the evolution of your DJ business, um, you would have started out obviously playing music and, and doing the traditional t- type of thing for DJs. What have you? What services have you added over the years that you're finding that uh, are in demand with the, the clientele? Probably your dry ice. I know it's been around for a long time, but the dry ice and things have evolved with with cold sparks. The the um, pretty much we like to call them the electronic firework uh, that um, that shoot up behind cakes and and dance and first dances and things like that. That they've evolved. So uh, probably more along the lines of the of the dry ice and the and the uh, the dancing on the cloud and and the cold sparks would probably be the best thing. Have you ventured into like monograms or anything like that as well? Yes and no. Uh, we we had the old gobo machines back in the day when you had to have to go and get the stencil cut out and everything. And um, but we never really pushed it. But yes, it is something that, that you can do there. But there's a lot of video monogramming that people do these days. But we never we never really got into it that much. So, so how are you keeping busy these days with um with your gigs? What what sort? Who's booking and, and and what's happening in the world of um COVID restrictions for you? 
Look, people are, you just need to reassure people that, that it's okay, I guess. That's probably the biggest thing. And we haven't really had them, not too many, well, sorry, we have, we've, we've had a, a lot of postponements, not very many cancellations. But a lot of people just still want to hold on to their date and they still want to have a good time. And you can do that without dancing. If we're going to put everything in one basket and say a DJ is only worth his worth if he can dance, then it's maybe a little bit of a, a silly thing to say where if you can have people singing and, and just having a good time uh, and just having a bop on their seat, yeah. uh, if, you can, if you can master that, then I think you're heading in the right direction as a DJ. In terms of um, gear, what are you using these days? We've, we've, we've cut everything right down. A lot of places have nice restrictions. So uh, we've, we get the power out of, a, out of an 8 or a 10. Um, big gigs, the 12s, um, just as much as, as power as we would get from the 15s with the subs and things like that. It's, it's obviously a lot different sound, but uh, we've reduced the size of our, our sound systems. We still haven't gone towards the tower option. But we're just using the little eights, whether it be QSC or, or um, well, actually it's QSC um, and Wolfdale. That's that's what we've we've decided to stick with. They're good, strong brands. So, and they pump out some serious sound. So, and the smaller the system, the better. And and if you can get some good sound out of it, then why not? It's it's much easier on the on the back at the end of the day. <laughs> Definitely gone of those days. Those. I don't know, bloody uh, 50 kilo amps that you used to have to lug upstairs and stuff like that. Jeez. <laughs> the, oh, uh, look, I don't know. You've you, you probably been around for a long time yourself. It wasn't so much just the speakers and the amp they had to worry about. It was the crates of music yes. that you had to worry about. These days, you walk in with a USB. Back then, you'd, you'd need a forklift to lift <laughs> your eight crates of, of, uh, <laughs> of records into the car and, um, and bring all of those in. That was the... That was the hard part. Yeah, so, definitely. Jay, thank you so much for uh, chatting to us today on the Australian Mobile DJ Podcast. Explosive Entertainment, how do we find you and uh, discover more about what you do? Uh, well, just all of the dot-coms, explosiveentertainment.com.au. Uh, Facebook, explosiveentertainment.com.au. The same with um, Instagram, explosive underscore ENT Gold Coast. Uh, that's the Instagram hashtag, but uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome stuff. Jay Buckley from the Gold Coast. The Australian Mobile DJ Podcast was hosted by DJ Bevo and produced by Matt Fulton Productions.